The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You will hear some amazing stories this afternoon, including from Dave Kaminsky, who joins me on the line now. Dave, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm doing well, Reed. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you for making time for us this afternoon to tell your story about the Mazinkowski Alberta Heart Institute. Now, now I understand this was about about 10 years ago, and, and you kind of weren't feeling very well, but perhaps it turned out to be uh, a little different than what you thought initially. Oh, yes. Um, it was uh, December the 3rd, 2011. And, um, sorry. Um, I had, I had, had a, a, you know, a regular day. Everything was normal. I had some very bad habits back in those days. Um, you know, I was a workaholic. I drank about 12 cups of coffee a day and I smoked a pack of colts a day and didn't eat properly. So that Friday was, you know, relatively a normal day for me. But later on in the evening, I started to get such severe indigestion and acid reflux. Um, I thought, man, this is weird. And so I just wasn't feeling good. Said to my wife, I'm going to go to bed and crawled into bed and and then all of a sudden, I had this massive amount of acid reflux and heartburn. And so I got up and walked around the bedroom, and things quelled down a bit. And uh, so I thought, okay, well, it's going to pass. So I went back into bed. About 20 minutes later, flares up again. And I thought, man, this is weird. And in the meantime, my wife had come to bed, and um, I was... I was laying back down again, and then it hit me again. And then I got up this time, and I thought I better go downstairs, take some antacid and uh, some Tums, and see if I can get this thing quelled down. And in typical male fashion, I was in complete denial of, oh, I can't be having a heart attack now. You know, I'm too busy. I've got too much work to do. And, you know, the typical excuses um, to no, because, you know, that, no, it's not going to happen to me. And so I went downstairs, and this was getting to be about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And after I took the Alka-Seltzer and the Tums, it really didn't do a whole lot. And that's when my first infarction hit at 3.15. And I remember looking at the clock on the stove in the kitchen when it did hit. And so I proceeded to sit down on the Chesterfield and just hold my chest because the pain was just unbelievable. I just felt like I was in a vice being squished from front to back. And um, still in denial that, you know, I can't be having a heart attack and having all the classic symptoms, left arm pain, the jaw starting to lock, the, the chest pain being unbearable. And um, so I proceeded to sit there and just kind of rock myself back to sleep while holding my chest or rock myself um, to get myself relaxed on the Chesterfield while this was going on. And uh, then the second infarction had hit um, at that point in time. And I thought I'm in trouble here. So I started going through, um, different scenarios in my head, you know, should I get in my car and drive to the hospital? I thought, no, that'd be a dumb idea because if I am having a heart attack, they're going to phone my wife and she's going to be really mad at me for doing this. So, and I thought, well, maybe I'll phone an ambulance. And I thought, no, nah, I'm going to wake everybody up in the house. And I thought, nah, not having a heart attack. Anyways, like I said, it just went on and on. We just in this denial and I'm suffering this pain. Finally, things settled down a little bit more, went back upstairs, crawled into bed. In the meantime, after I crawled back into bed and fell back asleep, and I'm fortunate that I'm still here, that I didn't die at that point in time uh, because I had infarcted twice already. And so my wife got up and 
went into her craft room and then I finally got out of bed and I thought, I got to do something. So I went into her craft room and I said, you need to take me to the hospital. She says, why? And she looked at me with fear in her eyes and I said, I think I'm having a heart attack. And she goes, what? How long has this been going on for? And I said, about five hours. <laughs> and she's going, what? And of all things, my wife is a nurse as well. So needless to say, I got a little bit of a backlash over that. But against her professional knowledge and judgment, um, she reluctantly put me in the car because I asked her to drive me to the Naz Mikowski. And she drove me down to the Naz. And, and it's, it's funny how certain events in your life read um, just resonate and you remember them. And I remember walking in Saturday morning into the Mazankowski, well, I, actually into the emergency at the University of Alberta, and there wasn't a single person in emergency. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven because how often at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday is the emerge at the U of A empty? And so they got me into um, the, the triage area, and they took my um, the O2 sats, my blood pressure, my temperature, and the nurse kind of had this puzzled look on her face. And she says, on a scale of 1 to 10, because my, my oxygen saturation levels were good, my blood pressure was good. And she goes, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your pain? And I said, 10. She says, come with me. So she took me around the corner, put me on a, on a gurney, hooked me up to the ECG, turned it on and left. And just disappeared and i thought well what's going on here meantime my wife comes in from parking the car and, and then the next thing there's two doctors on me and they're whipping me back into uh, the emergency room wards and um hooking me up to ivs giving me nitro and i could hear them saying to my wife your husband's had a heart attack and we're gonna have to take him upstairs to the cath lab um, to get the the situation corrected and once they got me up to the cath lab, they did the insertion for doing an angioplasty first and, and determined that I had 100% blockage of my circumflex artery and that I'd need a couple of uh, drug-eluting stents. So um, they proceeded. Uh, Dr. Kevin Beany was the interventionist cardiologist at that point um, who was leading the team in the cath lab to, um, you know, do the insertion and uh, get things back to normal. And, and it was an amazing experience. The the people that were there, the care that they gave you, um, you know, the, uh, the the love that was there, um, and just how um, keen they were to to take care of you to get you back to normal. And and it was amazing going from a pain threshold of ten during the procedure. Uh, by the time I was done, um, I had virtually no pain left, and then I went to ICU after that and spent a few days, and um, approximately four days later, I walked out of the MAS a new man, and I couldn't be more grateful for that, uh, for that fact and, and having uh, that phenomenal facility there. And, um, and, and I encourage people, um, whenever you get signs and symptoms of what I discussed earlier, the acid reflux, uh, the heartburn, and the pain. Immediately, immediately call 911, get an ambulance, get over to the MAS and get yourself taken care of because um, I was fortunate, Reed. I, I look at it as I had a shot fired across my bow and I'm still alive to talk about it today. And um, um, not a lot of people get that opportunity. Yeah. Dave, thanks for sharing that. That, that's that's just incredible and and just awesome what they're able to do for you at, at the Maz. And, and have you 
you know, over the last decade or so, I mean, you mentioned uh, a lot of coffee intake and, and some smoking. Have you made some lifestyle changes and uh, changed what goes into your body over the last decade or so? Absolutely. Uh, the last cigar that I had was December the 3rd, 2011. I haven't smoked since. I have one cup of coffee a day now. And um, I just, you know, uh, my cardiologist gave me two things. Uh, because he said, you know, Dave, he says, you don't have cholesterol. And this was the amazing thing about about my heart attack, Reed, was um, I had no cholesterol issues. I had no hypertension, uh, normal blood pressure, normal everything else, but I just had a bad lifestyle. And I remember an epiphany happening while I was laying in Emerge, saying that if I want to see my grandkids and see my kids get married, I got a decision to make, and that was to stop smoking, um, change my life around and be a better person yeah and yeah so so it's, it's amazing been, um, man yeah, it's been 10 years and uh, uh this december the third be 10 years and, and like i said uh, the neat part about uh, the the smoking side of it is uh, the money that you're going to save out of it as well um i do a little i have a little <laughs> trick I also have, I have three hundred dollar, three one hundred dollar bills in my pocket at any given time. And what I do is every time I put my hand in my pocket, it reminds me of what I used to spend a month on cigars, and to know that that's still there today and I'm still here means a lot. Dave, thank you so much for sharing that. Really incredible. You know, I know that was obviously a, a very difficult time and, and you made it through and, and the Mazinkowski helped you get through. So thank you so much for sharing that. Hey, wish you all the best. Uh, it, it sounds like you're, you're loving life and it's a real pleasure to talk to you today, Dave. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you, Reed.